Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, and Merry Christmas to everyone who is tuning in on today's episode. Now, as you know, this is a very special Christmas Eve episode, um, but we also do this every Friday, new episodes. So it's kind of a conjunction between a bonus episode and a regularly scheduled Friday afternoon episode. With the normal Friday everyday episode, it's just general content. Bonus episodes, however, obviously a little different. But what I wanted for this year was to really continue this emphasis on Christ and Christmas. And so that is going to be today's message as we are going to partake in walking through the birth of Christ from a different perspective. So we've got, you know, all of the people that are kind of included in the birth narrative and the nativity story. We've got the wise men. We've got Herod. We've got Joseph and Mary. We've got the shepherds. We've got Elizabeth and Zachariah. There's, you know, a number of people included in this. However, today we're going to look at uh, what it means or what, what does Christmas look like through the eyes of the shepherd. So this will be. Uh, kind of in conjunction to what we go through in our sermon Christmas Eve night. So um, if you want to hear the actual sermon aspect of it, then we will, uh, you know, you can obviously tune in. But I'm going to go through my notes because I kind of want, you know, to really correlate these two uh, together. But before we get into that, um, tomorrow we will have a shortened Christmas Day message um, just as kind of a bonus. And then next Friday we will, uh, reconvene with our regular, uh, series, uh, the least of these. So we'll go back to digging into books of the Bible. And then the Saturday, New Year's day, January 1st, we will have our bonus round table episode. So 
that is huge. Uh, Nick from Christ is the Cure, Paul from Peels of Thunder, and Anthony, my co-host on A Matter of Truth, join me on a panel, and we talk through some controversial issues and some things that uh, are, are kind of stirring of the pot. And so we we walk delicately through, and we, we have a lot of really good conversations surrounding these topics. I'm not going to give the topics away just yet, but I'm very excited for it, and I think it's going to be extraordinarily edifying and enjoyable to uh, listen. So that's kind of the schedule in the next few days. Um, beyond that, you know, uh, I'm preaching a ton. I've got Christmas Eve service, Christmas morning at 6.30, and then a regular service on Sunday. So I've been locked away in my office all week writing sermons, and, uh, yeah, you know, we're trekking through last week kind of, uh, was a, you know, displacement, if you would. Um, we lost power for 16, 18 hours, something like that. Some of the surrounding areas were a little bit worse than us that they went without power for almost 72 hours, but, uh, everything's cleaned up and powers back to everybody in the area. And, uh, it's still, you can see some of the damage, telephone poles snapped in half. I mean, I'm talking like really thick uh, power lines just snapped in half. Metal ones bent, uh, barns are gone, Halo or silos and that are just flattened. I mean, it, it, it was pretty destructive uh, of a storm Wednesday night that came through our area. So, yeah, I'm very fortunate to live in this house that's well-built and very, you know, structurally sound. So we didn't have any issues with wind or anything. Uh, just not having power is, is, is tough because, you know, we get two, two young children. So, uh, it makes it, uh, makes it challenging. And my wife and I have to be uh, ever so cognizant of the, um, temperature in the house and things like that. Obviously we can't let, uh, our son get too cold. Our daughter, we can throw her under a bunch of covers and she'll be fine. Um, but yeah, our son being a newborn still has that, uh, that risk to take. So thank you for everybody for your thoughts and prayers and ensuring that, uh, we were safe and I appreciate everybody who checked in on us. And, um, you know, I know some of you actually even donated to a fund to help, uh, help us out. And I'm tremendously honored to, for that, uh, it definitely helped take care of some of the issues that we had. And I'm very blessed to have such a community of supporters out there. Uh, my, you know, I, they, they preferenced it with the, the fact that I try to do as much as I can to help other people. Uh, and so that was their way of giving back to me. And I'm honored for that. Uh, and I find my position is always just to be as much of a shepherd and as much of a um, shoulder and, you know, a person to help when times are tough. Uh, if I may, I may not be able to do tremendous things, but I can definitely pray and provide counsel and, uh, and, and help you through situations. So for those who stepped up and helped me, I'm very honored. My wife and I are very blessed to have you in our lives and we're very, very thankful for you. So thank you for that. That's just a little side note, uh, before we get into tonight's message again, if you want to support this ministry, you can do so by joining us on Patreon uh, for as little as a dollar a month. I have mentioned in the past, I'm, I'm working on building some tiers uh, only out of the preference of uh, assigning annual memberships. So you can pay a flat rate and you'll get 12 months subscription to the Patreon platform. 
Um, I'm thinking there's going to be different levels. Um, but if you get into, you know, if you do like the $50 patron for the year, um, I, I, again, I'm just spitballing stuff here. This isn't even set in concrete yet. So, uh, let's say I do a $50 tier. Um, when you sign up and you pay that up front for the year, you'll get obviously full access to everything we do. Uh, on top of, um, I'm thinking about with these particular tiers, throwing in some sweet merchandise. So shirts, sweatshirts, or, you know, whatever the case may be. So those are some things that I'm working on. I've got, uh, you know, I got to get through the Christmas season first. And then coming into January, my time slows down for a few weeks before Lent kicks on. So, um, stay tuned if you're interested in that uh, otherwise you know a dollar a month gets you full access to everything and you still get the opportunity to get sweet merch when i give stuff away um and, and so i'm very excited for that so by all means come join us join this wonderful community i i love each and every one who supports the show i'm very honored to have all of you um keep this ministry moving forward uh, the other thing I have is in regards to a, a new platform that I'm potentially trying out and, and, and I don't really know yet quite where it's going to fall, but here's what I want to say. Uh, it's a platform It's called wisdom. And as far as I know right now, it's only available on iTunes or on the iPhone. So you can't quite get it yet on the, um, on the Android, but as far as I know, they are working on that. So if you're an Android user, that should be coming soon. But if you're an iPhone user, uh, download the app wisdom and you can come and listen to me on my, on, on my own channel and you can follow me on there and you can, uh, listen to me do talks. I'm probably going to do a talk every so often. Um, the next one I I'm thinking about scheduling is going to be next, probably Monday, We'll say Monday the 27th in uh, probably about 1 p.m. Uh, that could change. I've got a lot going on in the next couple of weeks. So uh, I'm just trying to, you know, put this out and get it scheduled and hopes that we can uh, um, get some people on there. I did kind of an introductory. So if you go and find me, it's just Alex Zink and you can search for me on there and you'll come across my profile. I'm pretty sure you can still listen to my previous talk. It was only like 25 minutes long and, and it was just an introductory and, you know, kind of trying some things out. So I, I, like I said, come join me there. If you, if you're interested in hearing some live chats and then the, the interesting thing is with this platform, you can come on and actually be a guest similar to like the Instagram lives, but you don't need a video. You just need a mic. And so you don't have to show your face. You can just come on and talk. And so I'm thinking about using that platform as kind of a Q and a, uh, platform. You can come and ask me questions and I will, uh, answer as into the best of my ability. So wisdom download it on your iPhone, come join us, follow me and, uh, we'll, we'll have some good discussions. So that takes care of all of, uh, all of our commercials, uh, if you would. And, uh, I think that is, you know, where we'll stay before we get into tonight's uh, meat and potatoes. Now, I got I got to preference this. I'm recording on a different piece of software today, and 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 I'm like trying to figure out like where's my timer at, and I, I don't know if, um, you know, 
how this is really playing out, but because um, it just the the clocks don't seem to fall with a traditional time, and there's not like a you know like a timestamp that I can go and look at. So I have to try and figure this monster out. But because we had some issues with Friday, Friday the previous Friday's episode, it didn't record in stereo. And then when it was produced, it was like heavy in the left ear and real faint in the right. And, and I, you know, I've used Heidenberg for, for a couple of years. Actually, I think I've used it since we started this podcast and, and I'm really disappointed in the fact that this new equipment just, uh, it just fails on this platform and, and I can't seem to get a stereo recording. So, uh, I'm very disappointed in that. So I'm using uh, waveform right now and I'm praying that this will, uh, quality wise will be better for you and some other things too that i again i'm considering before we uh, move to the uh into the new year uh probably starting around january and i might even do it on on the next friday's show but i'm thinking about doing maybe trying to divide things into being a little bit more segmental segmental i don't know if that's a word but what i'm trying to get is segments you know like uh introduction to today's podcast couple quick you know spewed commercials uh any updates news or anything like that i don't know we'll create maybe something for that and then we'll get into the topic so i kind of want to start breaking that up a little bit more professionally I'm, I'm hoping to knock that out by next friday i can't guarantee it it might come mid mid next book we're doing which is zachariah but I don't know. That's kind of where I'm at. I want to, like I said, I want to do stuff that, that really um, provides some balance to people that they can anticipate, but also keep it fresh each week. So, uh, so that takes us into today's topic. Uh, and it is Christmas Eve service that I will be preaching. Um, this is our uh, last, essentially last time that we have in, um, in Advent. Now, Advent technically ends with the birth of Christ. Um, so, you know, as this sermon essentially is preached, our altar colors change and we've now gone from blue to white um, for the Epiphany. So, the, you know, we, we transition seasons and, and times now with the Christmas Eve service. And then Christmas Day, obviously, is the celebration of his birth. So, uh, which will be tomorrow and we'll talk about Isaiah chapter nine. But for tonight, I, I want to picture paint this picture for you. I want you to really just uh, relax in this moment. And, and and if you're driving, then don't be completely relaxed, stay focused on the road. But if you're at home and or you're you're out and about and you're able to listen without having to put your attention elsewhere, I want you to just close your eyes for a minute and I want you to just relax and ponder these thoughts. Now, de debatable on whether we want to discuss when Jesus was actually born, September or, de or December. Argumentatively, December still has weight and it's what the church has agreed upon. So December 25th is the day that I'm going to hold to for the birth of Christ. There's just not any, there's not a lot of evidence elsewhere that can depict this. So I want you to picture this time period in the surrounding Bethlehem. Uh, in December, it's, it's pretty cold or relatively cool. 
Uh, the nights can get down into the mid 40s, and the highs can only get up to usually only get up to the low 60s or so. So it's a relatively cool period, and I want you to really just think on this. It's the dead of night, and you are a shepherd, and you are out in the field working through the night. You are um, probably the only one with your flock, but in the text it tells us that there were you know, a group of shepherds here. So you you might just be alone in the context that there's probably only two or three or four other shepherds with you. You're dirty, you're tired, you're you're worn out, you're you know, you, you want to just <laughs> pack it in and go home for the night. But I want you to really think about this time, this this really interesting moment that Luke gives us. Because, see, these shepherds who were standing in this field in the cool of night and probably maybe even the, the chill of night, dirty, tired, but yet vigilant and watching for predators. Because they could be tired, but you had to be vigilant of any surrounding predators that would come after your sheep. So I want you to really think about the picture of the shepherd. And, and in that, I, I want to kind of guide us through, because there's, there's kind of this debate between, uh, you know, surrounding that shepherds were like the lowest in the societal class structure. They were, you know, despised and hated by the Jews. And, you know, they were often refused service in the temple and yada, yada, yada. But scripture paints us a very vibrant picture of the shepherds. And really, we can see that many of the patriarchs were shepherds. In fact, Abraham, Moses, and David were all. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. 
Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. All shepherds in some capacity. And really, for Christians, it should come to no shock to us that Jesus Christ has been given the title of shepherd. And this carries on through the church history. Uh, this goes out to all who are uh, pastors or uh, lay people who are in charge, deacons and any of that sort who are in charge of a congregation or a group of people. They're often displayed as a shepherd. So why this significance here? And, and why, really, is only Luke giving us this? Now, we can say that in, in, in amongst the four Gospels, there's certain accounts that only that Gospel writer uh, gives us. And Luke here is the only one that gives us the narrative on the shepherds. And I really, I'm really fascinated around the analogies given in Scripture surrounding the kind of office, if you would, of shepherd. Because, see, this is how... Uh, Jesus will come into the world and 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 act with us, react with us here. And and I think one of the most popular analogies given is that he will leave the ninety nine and find the one missing sheep, which is a profound statement. And I and really I think it's such a paramount statement that we that that is made when we examine scripture. Because it's not just dependent upon us to go and become a follower of Christ. But in fact, it's Christ coming to us. So I'm going to take a few minutes and I want to unpack these uh, verses and reflect upon why these lowly shepherds were called. So as I started here in my narrative, I wanted to paint this picture of, of night, the night of the birth. I want to just to go a little deeper if we can. And I want us to really go back to this image. We're standing in the field here. We have become the shepherd. It is dark. It's chilly. You're tired. And you know what? You might have even drifted or dozed off leaning on your shepherd's crook. The darkness of night. But then an angel appears. And the glory of the Lord shines brightly. See, I can't even fathom this scene because, see, half asleep with a full night's work ahead and then this moment happens? I mean, it's got to shock you to your core. You've worked your entire life and have been uneventful every other night, but this night, something significant happens. Life-changing, earth-shattering, the promises fulfilled by God. And this is God interrupting us. He sends angels to proclaim the good news here to the shepherds. And we can witness once again God interrupting his creation to fulfill his promises to us. So why these shepherds though? You know, why are these guys in the field and not Herod? Why not another king or ruler? Why not any sort of governor or anybody with any political power? Why not the Pharisees? Because, see, the shepherds standing in this field will accept the message that the angels give them without hesitation, without doubt, without question. And they are given faith and they act 
immediately. I would also venture to say that the imagery used in scripture surrounding the shepherds is one that conveys this promise perfectly. We are the sheep and our Savior cares for us. And so it only makes perfect sense for us to be given this analogy here, this story, if you would, of the shepherds in the field being told the good news. And so this angel here begins with the proclamation and he addresses the fear immediately that is instilled upon the shepherds, right? Because they're dead of night, dark, cold, and then all of a sudden bright lights and the glory, glory of the Lord shines bright. He says, fear not, for I bring you good news. That unto you this day in the city of David, a Savior who is Christ the Lord is born. This is the absolute most foundational and beginning aspect to the gospel. One that we even get to partake in to this day. That knowing our Savior, Jesus Christ, is born this day. For the Christian, this is essentially the heart of the gospel right here. And I say that because Jesus Christ had to come to us in, in the flesh. We, we, we know that all throughout the New Testament, we're given that truth that Jesus Christ had to come in the flesh and die for us. Because, see, only he could provide the perfect atonement. It, it's not about us doing it. We certainly couldn't bring enough animal sacrifices to the temple. Our obedience to the law would never have won us salvation. It literally took the Son of God coming upon us in the form of a man. He's born in a small town, and here we get to see what John writes in the first chapter, that the Word of God takes on the flesh of man. This little baby will soon grow to become a man. Then he will begin his ministry and eventually die for our sins. That is, that is the entire purpose of Jesus, that he comes, teaches and proclaims the good news, and then dies for the sins of his people. But thankfully, as we will get to Easter in a few short weeks, we don't we, we get to the promise that he's not dead for long. So we get into uh, uh, this beautiful imagery painted for us that we have this baby, this angel's coming to us proclaiming the gospel proclaiming the good news unto you is born this day in the city of David, a savior who is Christ the Lord. And see when these shepherds hear this good news, it, it has to be profound to them. The shepherds have heard probably the preaching by the Pharisees and the priests of the temple. They know the history or should know the history of their people. They've heard the promises and yet it's time has moved on. Nothing has happened. In fact, God has been silent for 400 years, give or take, at this point. There have been no prophets sent into the world to proclaim a word of the Lord. But this promise has been given over and over, again and again, with increasingly clearness from the dark hour of the fall. And now, after so long of waiting, the bright and morning star has come. 
bursting forth onto that Judean night. Joy, glad tidings, great joy. Christ, the Messiah, the anointed, long promised, long expected, has finally come. Christ, the Lord. This newborn laid in a manger, wrapped in swaddling clothes. And yet this baby is our Lord, the wonderful counselor, the almighty God, everlasting father and prince of peace. This baby is the ultimate fulfillment of all of God's promises. And as the shepherds travel, as per instructed, they travel on faith. See, they first believed in the word of the angels even before they saw the baby Jesus. And truly, that's the same for us today. We don't get to witness the physical birth of Christ, but we get to believe because we have been given faith. And for us, our faith rests in the knowledge that this event happened, a true historical moment, and now we get to anticipate the return of Jesus Christ. So while we may not get the privilege of witnessing his birth, we do have the privilege of faith, and we can rest assured knowing that this event really truly happened. And as we continue through this text here in Luke chapter 2, starting in the 8th verse. I'm going to jump all the way to the 20th verse. And I want to say this. I find it to be absolutely fascinating. Because, see, when they return from seeing Joseph and Mary, and I would venture to say they're probably in surrounding areas of Bethlehem, so it probably only took 10 or 15 minutes to travel to wherever Mary and Joseph were. And so as they return to the fields, they're glorifying God in all that they had seen and heard. See, what happens after they witness the birth of Christ? They go back to work. They go back to work praising God. And see, after you listen to this podcast, you may have to go back to work. Or after you listen to your Christmas Eve and Christmas Day services, and then after a few days, you'll go back to work. That's kind of the working life of us as humans, that we get to celebrate our Lord, but we also must return to work. We will return to our normal lives. But see, here's the question I want to pose to you. When you do return, will you be singing the praises of God? Will you follow in the footsteps of the shepherds? As we close this text out, I find this last verse to kind of almost be out of, out of place in really the narrative. Because what we've witnessed in, in Luke chapter 2, in, in this little framing here of text from 8 until 20 uh, verse 21 here is the story of the shepherds the angel comes appears tells them fear not i have good news for you and then the shepherds go and visit joseph and mary and then they return and they are giving praise to god but see in this particular verse verse 21 i really find it to be fascinating because see it gives us something else, another kind of piece to the puzzle that we may not normally get uh, from this. So as Luke writes this, we are given this kind of obscure uh, text, if you would. I'm going to um, try to bring it up for you and on my screen, which is obviously acting super fast for me. Um, but I want to read Luke chapter 2, verse 4. 
uh, 21 for you just to kind of give you the pretext of what's going on here. As my keyboard doesn't work too easily. My Logos is a lot slower than, than my, my Chrome, it seems like. So as I mentioned, verses 8 through 20 kind of surround the story and the narrative of the shepherds. But verse 21 feels out of place. It says, and at the end of the eight days, when he, was, when he was circumcised, he was called Jesus, the name given by the angel before he was conceived in the womb. So that verse just kind of feels like it's not, it doesn't fit right into all of this. But what we have is some profound truth here. Paul writes this, that he was born of the woman, born under the law, that he might redeem which were under the law. And so... The circumcision and his name after eight days, all of these little things. And as we will, if you read through the rest of Luke 2, you see uh, the dedication of the temple after 40 days. And then you see um, in the end of Luke 2, Luke 2 with him being in Jerusalem at the age of 12 and attending the temple. All of these things. And even going into his early ministry and all the way through his ministry, death and resurrection. All of this must fulfill all righteousness. And so this is all done because this was the designed purpose and the intent of God from the beginning. This is truly a divine moment in time when God has broken into the lives of the shepherds and he does so with us today where God breaks into our lives and he calls us to him. So I want to close with this. This little baby conceived by the power of the Holy Ghost born of the Virgin Mary, a statement that we will profess whenever we recite the Apostles' Creed or the Nicene Creed. And this statement, I want to ask you, can you respond with I believe? The question is at the heart of our faith, that we believe that Jesus Christ came to us conceived by the Holy Ghost, born of a virgin, born under the law, born into a small town, into a stable, wrapped in swaddling clothes, placed in a manger. This innocent baby that will soon grow into a man and suffer and die for us. This Christmas, I want to simply ask you this question. Do you believe this? So I appreciate everybody listening uh, as we, again, trek through this time together. And, and I'm just excited that we have so much to anticipate going forward in terms of Christmas and the time together with family, friends, our church, fellowship, communities, all that. I am so blessed. And I pray that each of you find peace and solitary this season, find rest and find comfort and joy in this time. So, Ladies and gentlemen, with that, I'm going to end today's show. I've got sermons to preach tonight. So if you are interested, by all means, join us on YouTube. And we will stream the sermons and the readings uh, going forward for our church. And then they will also be in podcast form uh, as they become available. So you can actually listen to my sermons in podcast without having to go through the whole service or watch on YouTube. You can check us out at Stratford Lutheran on Spotify. So that is it. I'm going to end today's show with this. Guys, Merry Christmas. 
God bless. And may the joy and the knowledge of Christ go forward in your life. Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.